Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. No matter what, in this journey of life, we all have something. Something we're going through, something we've been through, or maybe something we're proud of, something we're grateful for. I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. And my life and my curiosity and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again, there are challenges to overcome and there are successes to celebrate. And honestly, neither one of them are permanent. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, about embracing what we have been through, where we are, and where we want to go. A podcast about celebrating our authentic self. And I am so glad you're here with me because we're going to laugh together, we're going to cry, and in the end, we will be the better for it. So let's get started. Welcome to season two of We All Have Something. And as you know, I am very excited for this season because this season will include episodes with guest interviews mixed in with the usual episodes. And of course, like last season, new episodes will drop every Tuesday morning. But to start off this season, I'm dropping the first 14 episodes, one a day, back to back, before we dive into the weekly episodes with guest interviews mixed in. Now, these first 14 episodes will be a little shorter. Think of them as bite-sized episodes of useful tips or sort of thought exercises that may help improve your mindset or perspective or even your overall human experience. With that said, let's jump into episode two, being patient with yourself. Now, this topic actually comes from when I used to mentor students uh, many years ago. I shouldn't say many years ago, probably about five years ago when I was mentoring college students. And as these students would transition from college to career, I would kind of work with them and help them as they are doing the job hunt and things like that. And often I would hear back after their very first time sending in a resume that they didn't get called in for an interview and they were just so distraught over that. Or they did get the interview, but they didn't get the position. And it was interesting to me to observe a different generation going through this process. When I went through this process, it wasn't uncommon. You would send out countless resumes and eventually, if you're lucky, you'd get one or two interviews and you may or may not get any of those positions or you may be offered a different position than what you had applied for at a lower rate or a lower position. And that was kind of the process of getting into the workforce. And now it's not judgment of, oh, back in my day, you know, we did this or or these kids are spoiled, it really created an opportunity for me to try and understand why was there this dramatic difference? Not that one was right or wrong, just why was it different? And one of the things I would work with these students when I'd mentor them is to talk about being patient. Yes, you need to be persistent. Yes, you need to be professional. But being patient was very important. And, And through these discussions, I started to realize that a lot of why they could not exercise the muscle of patience in these cases because they never had to in the past, to no fault of their own. We live in a world with instant results, and and this generation coming into the workforce grew up in this world where everything was instant. If you're watching a movie and you want to know, hey, what's that actor done before? 
in a moment. You can either just type it into your phone or speak it into your phone and Google or whatever search engine you use will give you that information within moments. Not only what movie they were in most recently, but you could even say, what was the action movie that this actor was in or the character name even? And you'll get the information along with co-stars and the directors and producers the year it came out. You know, you could go one more click and find out personal information about that actor. Or another example, if you're hungry, what do you do? Well, you know, think where you're going to go eat, go out and do that, or cook something. No. Now, even if your favorite restaurant doesn't deliver, you can just get an app that'll order it up for you and deliver it to your door in a matter of moments, all ready to go. Need new socks or new shirts? You can order them online. They're there within a half a day or two days. I'm I I'm I'm guilty of this too. You know, I needed an extra little dongle for my my computer, and Apple delivered it from the store that was probably about twenty minutes away within an hour. I didn't have to leave my home, and you know I could go on. You know that this is just sort of the way our culture is now. It's a matter of convenience and how the world has created this opportunity where we can go about our lives doing other things and other things can just show up <laughs> to us without us having to really put in much effort. And I started to realize that growing up in that kind of culture also makes it challenging then for you to understand the need for patience, the need for going through multiple steps to get what you want instead of just everything being on demand. And again, it's no fault to any one particular person. These things came about out of necessity. These things came about because culture obviously wanted it, uses it, and it's profitable. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. The byproduct of that I was noticing is a lot of these students, people coming into the career or workforce area, they lacked the patience sometimes to get to where they wanted to go. They want that big position that does these great things. They want to have this big impact in the world. And that, and that is admirable. That is awesome. And I don't want anyone ever to let go of those dreams. But the idea that you have to work for it didn't seem to be a part of that process. And so even myself, as a professional coach, I see in my clients of all ages, of all walks of life, whether these are executives that I coach or whether these are, are people in the beginning of their career, people starting their own business, all walks of life, there is this subtle lack of patience and especially patience in yourself. I can work with people who want to get out of financial debt. And we set up a plan, we set up a program. It's what I do. I'm a financial coach along with a life coach. And yet a month into it, two months into it, frustration. I'm not getting anywhere with it. I just feel that I'm wasting my time putting money in this account or paying down that account when I could be doing this instead. And that lack of patience then prevents us from moving forward. We feel that the work we're putting in, I mean, it, it goes for health goals as well. It Not just wealth goals, but health goals. It goes for a wide variety of things we may want to do that we set these intentions on how we want to live our life, but the results take time. And because of that lack of patience, we tend to let go of the work we need to do to get there. We tend to not see the value in putting in six, seven, 12, 18 months of effort to finally get that payoff because we're used to seeing payoffs so much sooner. And in all honesty, sometimes just grabbing that extra donut after the office meeting, it's satisfying in the moment, much so, more so than walking away from it, knowing that in a month or two, your body will be better, your mind will be better because you made healthy choices over a long period of time. The need for patience in almost every aspect of our life is so important. Just think about it for a moment. You can reflect back. The deep, strong relationships you have with individuals in your life, those came in time. Those came through the process of actions occurring over time between the two of you. If you are deep in debt, it probably didn't happen overnight. 
Yeah, obviously there might be a giant big bill that caused it of some sort. Maybe an emergency came up. But overall, we usually find ourselves where we are in places that we don't want to be because they happen slowly over time. I call this the erosion of our dreams. You know, when we're younger, there's very few things in our lives that make us think we can't do the things we want to do. There's great stories out there. There's great movies out there. There's these things that allow us to believe in the magic of life and nothing is in our way. And as time goes on, often, slowly, there's an erosion of our dreams. One thing leads to another, and all of a sudden we have these responsibilities, the things we have to do versus the things we want to do. And suddenly we recognize that, yeah, I still have this dream of doing this someday, or it is, oh, that was a fun dream as a kid, but wasn't realistic. Now, of course, not everybody can be an astronaut. Not everyone's going to fly to the moon. But it doesn't mean you don't set goals and intentions, those big ones that you've always wanted, and work towards them and be patient for it. I mean, going back even to just the simple act of coming out of college and applying for a position, not getting it and feeling completely defeated. Yes, feel defeated. Feel the feelings you have around that. I'm not saying that everything's sugarcoated and this toxic positivity and you keep going. But I am saying after you're done feeling your feelings, pick yourself back up. And get out there and keep applying with the knowledge that you have to be persistent and patient. And patient with yourself in your own development. Patient with yourself as you're growing through life. Part of being patient also is extending a little bit of grace to yourself. Recognizing that you yourself are going to make mistakes. You yourself aren't perfect. And therefore, things won't go right at your hands of, of you doing something. At the hands of you doing something. Excuse me. Can you extend yourself the grace? Can you be patient with your missteps? Can you be patient with your failures, aka lessons you need to learn? And in that patience, as you grow and you give yourself some grace, when we are patient with ourselves and moving forward, it allows us to actually truly grow. The impatience and the lack of grace for ourselves will stump us. It will stop us. It will stand in the way of us growing and being able to live with the intentions that we want, the dreams that we want, and live to our full potential. And that's this episode today of We All Have Something. I just want to make sure you understand the value of being patient with yourself. It's so important. All right, next episode's coming up tomorrow. I appreciate you guys hanging in here and jumping into season two with me. This was episode two. Can't wait for the next few episodes to come up. I'm sure you're going to enjoy them too. And then in a little bit, what, about a week and a half? We'll be starting with our first guest interview. If you want more information about my coaching or just get in touch with me, go to my website, coachrickschwartz.com. Again, that's coachrickschwartz.com. And of course, you can find me on social media at that same title, Coach Rick Schwartz, just about anywhere. The website will also allow you, if you want to, you can sign up for a free 30-minute discovery call where we can discuss what you might need out of coaching, what I offer out of coaching. And if the two match, well then, hey, we'll start working together. With that said, everyone, I hope you're doing well, taking care of yourself, and recognize no matter what you're going through, we all have something. So hang in there. You got this. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.